On this episode of Remy's Roundtable, Chris and Remy, let the audience know, what is going to be opening up at Universal Studios on June 10th. Then, then crew got you covered with, theme park updates on what's going on here around the Central Florida area. So don't go anywhere and, enjoy this episode of Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, we got a great program for you guys today. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to, take, to catch up on. You know, we got your theme park news, your Florida news. Let you guys know what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. So with that being said, good morning everybody and welcome to Remy's Roundtable this Thursday edition. My name is Remy and with me is my dangerous co-host Chris. Good morning boys and girls. How are we doing today? Doing good man. I mean, can't you feel that vibe? No, Dr. Dre vibe. Dr. Dre, man. I love it, man. Dr. Dre. I love it. So yes guys, Dr. Dre, uh, we don't own copyrights to it, but you know what? It's the instrumental of the next episode and you guys can hear that on Spotify. So, uh, yeah, uh, guys, we have some cool news to talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk about, you know, my birthday experience on Monday when I went to the park with Jen, my beautiful wife, and our good friend Stephanie. Uh, yeah, dude, it was fun. I had a great time out there on Monday. Uh, the park was packed. Uh, for, a, for a Monday? For a Monday. Islands of Adventure reached capacity around 10.30 in the morning. So Islands of Adventure was the first theme park to, to reach capacity. So we stayed at Universal for about... About three hours. We we knocked out a couple things over there, and then we went over back to Islands to go meet up with my friend Stephanie. Uh, I uh, I got us reservations for one of my favorite restaurants on property, which is Mythos. So that's where I want to go mean for the lunch. First, you mean the first restaurant I ever worked at Universal? Yes, sir. So I went there, and Jengo's. Uh, Why is Mythos your favorite restaurant? I'm like. Well, first of all, you get a good you get a good view of the, of the roller coasters. So you have a great panoramic view of the Hulk, and now you're gonna have a great panoramic view of Velocity Coaster once it opens up to the public. And we'll, we'll let and we will let everybody know when that release date is because I have it right here in front of me. And uh, yes, guys, I will be out there during the media event. Uh, I'll be there. I won't be there because somebody forgot to invite me, so it's all right. I'm sorry, dude, but I had to, my friend got me that pass, so it's all right. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll go. I'm always putting the back burner when it comes to this guy. We're, it's we're, right. we're, we're gonna, we'll go to the next grand opening, but we had to be there like early, early in the morning, so like at four, five o'clock in the morning to go to this special event. You know. That's fine. Uh, guys, that music you guys also hear in the background is uh, Chris is watching. We are both watching the very first Godfather. I mean, it is a, one of my favorite classic mafia movies. I mean, of course, you got, uh, let's see, uh, Casino, A Bronx Tale, Goodfellas. I mean, what, what, other, what other mafia movies can we list that, you know, has a resemblance to The, the Godfather? The Departed? The Departed. That's another good one. Another good Martin Scorsese yeah. movie. Uh, what else? Um... Training Day wasn't really a mafia movie, but it did have some mafia moments. 
in a way. They did. Uh, but, but yeah, the Sopranos will have to take Sopranos, that Sopranos, yes. Sopranos show is Sopranos, there. Sopranos quotes a lot of um, Godfather stuff in there. But did you ever play, uh, did you ever play Mafia? The, the video game, Mafia? No. no okay, so there, there's this game called Mafia, and you're, you're this young guy who's gonna be the next Godfather in the ranks. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're first starting off as a spectator, then a, uh, a precinct, then a, uh, I'm sorry, prefect, and then you know, the next, you know, next level up as the mafia resembles. Mm -hmm. So, when I was playing the game, I was like, man, this story is very similar to The Sopranos. <laughs> like first, at first, first level, what happens? Oh, you go right to a shrink's office, and you talk to a shrink, and then That's pretty much how the show starts. And anyway. then you go. And then you go to this one level and you start shooting this other group. I'm like, man, they stole this idea from the from the Sopranos. Are you serious? <laughs> but uh, and also I I played the. Um, I mean, if you watch The Departed, mm -hmm. The Departed, Leonardo DiCaprio's character sees a shrink. Yep. And he's a cop on the cop. cop. So yep. when you put that together, Tony Soprano goes sees a shrink, but he does his shit on the side. Without Carmela knowing. Yep. I mean, Carmela is not stupid. I'm sure she has a legitimately idea what he does. I mean, Carmela is the shit of a of a ma wife? mafia wife. Oh you know? yeah. I mean, she can. I mean, she. So there are some points where she can handle Tony's bullshit, but then all of a sudden she goes, "Tony, what the fuck are you doing?" You know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's not stupid. She she's knows. not. She's she, a very she smart woman, man. Oh yeah, she 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 can catch on when it comes to his shit and what he does on the side and the hustles that he does. But that's just what makes Tony being Tony. That's I Tony mean. Soprano for y'all. Yeah, that's yeah, Tony Soprano. All right, man. Let's go and jump into it. It's time to do some uh, theme park history. Are you ready? Sure. Let's go. All right. In 1974, Walt Disney World's Treasure Island, later to be called Discovery Island, opens to the public. This island is located on Bay Lake behind the Contemporary Resort. The 11.5 acre island features wildlife such as birds, reptiles, and mammals. A beach, a beach hole of a sailing ship on the island's southwest shore and a light pirate theme complete with cast members and costume set the stage for this tropical island paradise. So you can actually still go to this island, but it's right, it's right behind, you know, the Contemporary Resort, and you can still make a reservation to just go walk around and check it out. And it is, it is free to the public, but you have to make a reservation to go in order for everybody to check it out. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, in, 19, in 1985, the 100th White House Easter Egg rolled one of the oldest and most unique traditions in U.S. presidential history, it takes place the day after Easter Sunday. So, of course, Biden did a little something, you know, uh, for the I think it's like the 200th one now. So he did something for in front of the White House, talk about Easter, you know, say a little prayer, and then uh, they had an Easter egg hunt, but it was socially distanced. That's cool. I'm glad that they still keep that tradition going, though. Even though with bad times with COVID and whatnot. Uh, let me go ahead and pull something up real quick, guys, because uh, this certain attraction came out. This certain this certain attraction just was released on this day in history. So in 
1998. You got it right. So it says here in 1985 and 1998, Disney's Rock and Roller Coaster Aerosmith began began construction and sets the record for the largest concrete port. So they, they literally they literally set the record for the largest concrete port. And it's it's pretty cool. I'm like, how do they do it? So they brought in my favorite part right here. Alright, so towards the end towards the end of this attraction, they don't say love in an elevator, they say love on a roller coaster. Towards the end of the towards the end of the attraction, because the last song on the ride is "Love in an Elevator," but they switch the lyrics to "Love on a Roller Coaster." So it's pretty it's pretty cool little Easter egg. You guys can check that out on the attraction. But what they did was, uh, Chris, they um, they brought in five dumpster, uh, five concrete mixer uh, trucks, trucks yeah. to start pouring the concrete where they're gonna start building the roller coaster itself. So it took them a few years to to do all this, and afterwards, it was it was completed. So and everybody had a chance to go check out this awesome four inversion coaster. So everybody loves it. I like it. What about you? Do you enjoy that coaster? I do. Jen likes it. She doesn't do um, Tower Terror though. I love Tower Terror. Tower Terror is an easy attraction, man. She can't do it because of the up and down thing, and it gives her like. Anxiety. Right, yeah, right. Uh, let's see here. In, 2000, in 2002, Disney Online announces the launch of a new advertising format that expands upon the traditional banner ad, the Magic Banner. We'll, re, we, we'll engage guests with animated designs in a single enlarged ad space at the top of the page. So, what year this came out? Uh, 2002. Okay, so yeah. when you go on the original Disney Online website, you'll see this banner, and it'll just show like animated, you know, cartoons on it. Yeah. Uh, Walt, the Walt Disney World logo, what the pixie does, you know, ad. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It is. Sounds uh, cool. In 2006, Disneyland Paris launches its newest attraction, Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast. So similar to the Buzz Lightyear attraction here, on, at the Magic Kingdom here well, in Florida. Uh, well, this one you spin faster. No, seriously, what's the difference? There's no difference at all. It's just the same. It's the same exact, you know, one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and finally, in two when you say laser, I'm thinking laser tag. Like you're running around and capping people. With laser tag. <laughs> Actually, that'd be pretty dope if Disney could come up with a uh, something like I'll that. I'll be down you with know? that. I'll be down with that too. And finally, in 2011, construction work begins on Shanghai Disneyland in China. So that's when they were start building their Shanghai. 2011. What? 2011. Oh, okay. So that's over 10 years. So over 10 years, yeah. All right, dude. Are you ready to play our infamous celebrity birthday game? Mm-hmm. All right, let me go ahead and pull up this song right here because, guys, we are using music now for Remy's Roundtable. So that's I'll, a first. It's a first, but I hope everybody hope everybody enjoys it. So here we go.
Alright, happy birthday to Patricia Arquette. You know her from Holes and Little Nicky. How old is she? How old, how old is Patricia Arquette today? I just asked you first how old is she. I can give that answer, buddy. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. I don't know her that well. Alright, so she is 53 years old today. 53 years old. Okay. Uh, happy birthday to this guy. He is part of the uh, Fast and the Furious franchise, uh, Sung Kang. He uh, he played the Asian driver in Tokyo Drift. He was pretty much Don Toretto's uh, right-hand man. You're talking about... Uh, like, uh, yeah, I can't, think of, I can't think of his name, but his character's name. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of his character's name. I'm like, like he, like he eats all these like sunflower seeds, and he eats like these different chips on the side. And Don goes, "Why are you eating that shit, man?" <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, he is uh, 49, 49 years old today. Really? And finally, happy birthday to this actress. Her dad was a weatherman for uh, Fox 35 News here in Florida. Happy birthday to Kirsten Storms. She plays Xenon, and and she also was, she also played Bonnie. And uh, Kim Possible. Okay. She is 37 years old today. You know, there's more birthdays out there other than the people that you mentioned because you just pick the most random people for birthdays. What? There's, 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 there's random more. people? No, there's more out there. You gotta find more people that have birthdays, not just the most randomest people, like <laughs> people that play Kim Possible or the Fast and the Furious one's pretty cool or the other one, it's like there's more birthdays out there. Alright, do you want to do, do, you want to do Tuesday's, Tuesday's uh, birthday list? Yeah, Alright, right, from Tuesday, uh, happy birthday to Peyton Liss. You know her from Cobra Kai? Yeah, I know her. Alright, how old, how old is her? How, how old is she? Her, she had a uh, birthday on... Uh, she had a birthday on Tuesday. She's gotta be like in her twenties, mid twenties. No more than that. She is twenty. She she turned twenty three on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, on Tuesday, happy birthday to this guy. Uh, you know him uh, from Anchorman and Ant Man. Oh, Paul. Paul Rudd. Rudd. Paul Rudd. Man, he and also Clueless. So this guy does not age. No, he just gets better. There's a way where this guy be like some. Pythagorean theorem where he does not age. So it's like, hey, what's your uh, what's your technique, Paul Rudd? Why how can you not age, man? What, what's your uh, what's your secret over there? He'll never tell you. He'll never tell us. So uh, Paul Rudd turned 52 on uh, on Tuesday. He doesn't even look like he's 52. I know. He still looks like he's in the 30s. Late 30s. Uh, late 40s, 30s. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Kenneth Cameron? You know her from Full House. She plays uh, DJ. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, she turned uh, 46 years old on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Zach Braff from uh, Scrubs. I hate that show. I cannot stand it. I like Scrubs. No. There's, some, there's some good jokes in there. I'm like, no, wow, they took wow. it to, to the next level. <laughs> if you consider Scrubs to be the point of good comedy, you got a problem. I'm sorry, Remy. Well, I'm not saying it, it wasn't good comedy. It was just like, there's some dark moments in that show. I was like... Okay, they took a little too far on that on the episode, but it's all good. It was, and it was a death it was a death episode too. I'm like, yeah, okay, done. Nope, I'm not watching the shit anymore. Uh, so Zach Braff turned uh, 46 years old on Tuesday. Uh, you know this guy from Cheers, and of course he does all pretty much every single character in Pixar. 
John Ratzenberger. Don't give me names. Give me stuff that he's done that I might know him. He was he was in Cheers. He played uh, Cliff, the mailman. Okay, yes, Cliff. Yes. yes. Uh, he turned he turned 74 years old on uh, Tuesday. Did he really? Yes, he did. Oh. Uh, you know this guy from Star Wars. He played Lando Clarissian. Uh, Billy D. Billy Williams. Billy D. Williams. You want to take a guess how old he he turned on Tuesday? It's like seventy something. No. Sixty. Nope. Eighty. Eighty. Eighty-four. Nice. Eighty-four years old. And finally, uh, you know him from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Yindu, Michael Rooker. Oh yeah, he was in Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder was, too. Yep. He was Rowdy Burns. Yeah. Yep. So uh, his he turned uh, sixty-six on Tuesday. Nice. So Very nice. So there you guys go. Those those are your birthdays from Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, guys, when we come back, we're gonna do your your theme park updates, letting you guys know what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. And of course, we have your foreign news. So uh, you guys can check out these wonderful events. And we have a big announcement uh, when we come back, letting you guys know what is happening in June. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, everybody, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Man, you guys know this background music. This background music is from one of Chris's and I's favorite show, The Sopranos. One of my favorite shows of all time. There you go. It has to. I mean, it's it's such a good written fucking show, man. I mean, that's all. I mean, what else can I say about The Sopranos? It's a good show, man. Oh yeah. You know. But uh, anyway, James, James Gandolfini at his best. Exactly, and uh, welcome. So welcome back, everybody. My name is Remy, and with me is my dangerous co-host, Chris. Hey guys, how are we doing today? So we're gonna go ahead and jump into it. Uh, so actually, you know what? Sopranos. You know what? We love Sopranos. I'm gonna go ahead and play a uh, the best clips of the Sopranos real quick for you guys because it's a good fucking show. You know, I mean, who cannot say no to? You know the guy Tony Soprano. You know not just Tony, but Sil, Paulie, Big Pussy, Big Pussy, <laughs> everybody that you know from that show. Exactly. I mean, I, I can't say anything wrong about that show except some of the scenes from that show are bloody as fuck. Well, I mean, they're meant to be like that. <laughs> I mean, look what they do. Oh, what what's Tony Soprano? Do? He's in the Garp Waste Management Consultant. Yeah, he's a, he's a waste management consultant. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck? Who says that to her kids? Like, even, uh, uh, what, what was his daughter's name? Um, Meadow? Meadow. Meadow, Meadow will go, Dad, what'd you do? what do you do for a living? And, and, and he just says, I'm a management, I'm a waste management consultant. Yeah. And then 
a few a few episodes go by, she figures out that he, that he's part of the mafia. So he t- she tells AJ because AJ kind of he's on a website where he sees like John Gotti pictures and what stuff whatnot. So Meadow walks in and pretty much says, you know, that is not really a waste management consultant. I mean, it's like it's too obvious. I'm like, excuse me, but. This is the mafia. We don't work in garbage. You know, we don't work on garbage disposals. We don't work on, you know, taking your trash to the dumpster. Oh wait a minute, that's something different. But we do take your garbage to the dumpster. I mean, we got a wacky guy. You got a wacky guy. You know. <laughs> well, we take the garbage out to eight different dumpsters across the city. Just split, split the garbage up evenly, though. So with that being said, guys, uh, we like to give a uh, a shout out to our spon- our lovely sponsors. Uh, First of all, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, the Thirsty Topher over by the Mills District area. You guys can uh, check them out. Uh, if you guys mention Remy's Roundtable, you guys will get a discount off of your beer tab. And this month, they are doing an Orange Pilsner uh, beer. Ooh. And I hope you guys will be able to check it out because it tastes delici- delicious. Uh, it tastes like a, a half a Hefeweizer, but Hefeweizer is a grapefruit beer. But this one that's is the an, one they have in Epcot. Exactly, but this one is an orange beer, so it's an orange citrus Florida beer, and uh, it's gonna it tastes you delicious. Well, I know some people who who had it already, and they're like, "You need to go there and check it out." I'm like, "I will." Just... But you haven't gone. No, there, not right? yet. But I heard some good things about it. Okay. So yeah, uh, and guys, if you head over to Pom Poms, uh, Pom Poms is over by the Milk District area. Uh, that's over by the Bumby area, over by the Bumby Plaza. Uh, so if you guys want to check them out, head on over there. And if you guys mention Remy's Roundtable, you guys will get a discount off your lunch so i uh, hope you guys enjoyed that but now guys it's time to uh get some scenes from the you know the one only the sopranos you like grandma glaze hey you bless it i'll eat it she's not coming no. grandma just called started crying and hung no up she needs a purpose in life no your mother is tougher than you think so what no fucking ziti now hey, <laughs> hey. hey. whoa what happened Nothing. Where was Anthony? He was uh, sleeping over at Jason's. The priest spent the night here. Nothing happened. And you're telling me this because? You might hear something. Take it the wrong way. His car was out front all night. You know what? This is too fucked up for me even to think about. (laughs) I remember that episode. What'd you guys do for 12 hours? Play, uh, name that pope? Play, uh, name that pope? (laughs) Communion. Oh, I'll bet he gave you communion. Excuse me? <laughs> Uncle June, how was Boca? Wonderful. I don't go down enough. That's not what I heard. Nothing, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. What the fuck could you possibly have? Incredible luck. And you're telling me, you miserable fuck. Better check. Don't rush me, sunshine. You're rushing me all, all fucking, fucking night. night. Yeah, he didn't study this hard in school. John, please, the bet's not to you. Good. The dealer controls the game. Thank you. Do That's you it. fucking mind? The dealer controls the game. Jesus, there you, you go. shut the fuck up. Sometimes that'll actually the happen at smoke uh, somewhere games else. like this. They will, you know, say, hey. What the fuck are you doing? They'll say, hey, hey Bill, dealer, here. Take it easy. Take over. I'm losing my balls over here. This fucking moron's playing Hazel. This fucking moron's playing Hazel. I'm just trying to sweep the cheese away from you. Why? Why? Why not? Why not? Leave it there. 
I don't know. It's just what. Okay, do, do you not realize the kid who where you get him? Run next to Sylvia. He's in the Bronx Tale. Leave the fucking cheese there. All right. I love fucking cheese. I mean, holy shit! I saved from Bronx Tale. A lot of people from Godfather and all these movies that they've been in the morning. All right. It's like leave the fucking cock sucking cheese where it is. Where it is. Here, here, here. Go ahead. Have a good time. Have a good time. Chris, I know these fucking lines, man. You know you're trying to see this show over and over and over again? What's the problem? What's the problem? What the hell's the matter? Oh, please, go on. He can't hurt you. You don't have to be afraid. Oh, it's when Polly goes sees the weird guy. Yeah. I understand. Yes. I feel your anger. Who the fuck are you talking to? Charles. <laughs> yeah, because yes, he, he yes, figures out the guy son. that he clipped the first time. Yep. You're with your son? The fuck? I don't got no kids. Oh, oh, Sonny. Pagano? Kind spirit. Yeah. Is your name Sonny? How the fuck do you know? How the fuck Charles do you know? <laughs> How the fuck do you know that? He says. <laughs> well, guys, we play some we play some good clips for you guys from the uh, HBO's series The Sopranos. So, hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, you guys will be able to hear this episode uh, tomorrow. So, you guys. So, if you guys are yeah. interested in watching any reruns of The Sopranos, if you do have it, HBO Max. Yep, they're all there. Yep, and you can, or if you have HBO at home, you can go to HBO on demand and watch every single one of them at your leisure at your own time. That's right, guys. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, we're gonna, actually we have another announcement for you guys towards the end of the show because. We are going to go live from a certain theme park on uh, next week, so we can't wait to tell you guys what's going on. Might as well tell them now. No, what, wait. Why with the suspense? Do you want to tell them now or wait? Tell them now. Why, oh, why, okay. why wait for the suspense? Just tell them now. All right, fine. We'll tell them, the, we'll tell them now. Might so, as well. So, guys, since, I, uh, since my lovely wife just... Uh, bought me a annual pass to Universal Studios. Uh, Chris, myself, and we're gonna meet up with a good friend of ours, JD. Uh, we are gonna do a live recording from Universal Studios. So that's next week. You guys do not want to miss out on that. Uh, Chris and I will do a live YouTube video uh, since we're gonna be out in the park. So if you guys see us running around, Come up to us, say hi to us. We'll be more than happy to take a picture with you guys, hang out with you guys, sign a few autographs. Yeah, sign a few autographs. And you guys know what? We, Chris and I might be your, your personal tour guides because we know the park very well. We know the back history. And plus, who knows? We, you guys might be able to go on a few rides with us. So who knows? We'll see what happens. Plus, on top of that, we were former employees there. So That's we the, right. We know the park by the palm of our hands. That's right. And plus, guys, we may just go to back to our... Uh, or our old stomping grounds, you know, but we may not go to Mythos, but who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll play that by ear. I'll go by, I'll go by Mythos. You wanna go by Mythos? Why not? That was my very first place I ever started there's on Mythos. That kitchen is so cool, man. I, yeah, the setup is the nice. The setup man. is really nice. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump into your guys' theme park updates. So let's, here, here we got here. Uh, Fun Spot just got the clearance for a brand new attraction called Skyhawk. The hell is Skyhawk? Okay, so this attraction is going to pull guests uh, 90 feet in the air. You're in this contraption. Uh, so let's take this coaster for example, alright? So this is the ride vehicle. 
you're you're on a harness harness and there's a two seat here and a two seat here so it's a four seater and what it does it's like a swinging motion so it keeps swinging until you hit 90 feet in the air so and you're still spinning so it's like a swing set Okay. But it's a smaller version of the swings. So So it's kinda like the one they have in iDrive. On iDrive, yes. But this one is very compact. So you'll get to see, you know, a good panoramic view of Fun Spot, a panoramic view of Universal, Disney. Hopefully you'll be able to see, you know, just Disney Springs, not Disney itself. Like not Epcot or Hollywood Studios, uh the theme parks over there. But you will see Universal, SeaWorld I drive and uh, the outskirts of Disney Springs. So it's gonna be a cool little setup. That is cool. So you guys will to check this out uh, earlier uh, earlier this year. So there haven't been a release date on when this attraction is gonna be open. So we'll give you guys more updates when exactly this is gonna be taking place. Uh, most Disney fans won't return next year to the Disney theme parks. Why is that? Mask mandates. They're still complaining about wearing masks inside the parks. So, and it's part of the fucking rules at a theme park. Like, wear the mask or don't show up. How many times do we have to explain it to people? You know? It's like, fuck me. You have to wear a mask. I'm not even going to comment on that. I mean... I, I know, but we, we've been... Because we say it over and over and over and over. You know? But I mean, I'm only going to say this once to everybody that's listening out there. We're not out of the woods. Just because there's a vaccine and because you're vaccinated and you think that you're already uh, medically exempt from that, that does not give you the right to not wear a mask when you go into a theme park. You right. got you to gotta wear the mask. I don't care if you've gotten 50 vaccines. You still have to, to wear, wear a the, mask. Wear yep. the goddamn mask. Yep. Not just for your safety, for everybody else mm -hmm. that hasn't got the damn vaccine yet. Mm -hmm. and, Which, that, and that pretty much upsets me when people have that type of mentality thinking that, oh, well, I'm not going to go to a theme park because they're still mandating masks. And just because I got the mask, uh, just because I got the vaccine shot, doesn't mean I'm doesn't mean that uh, I, I, can, I can go to a theme park without wearing a mask. It doesn't mean that you're medically exempt from it. You still have to go and wear the damn thing. You exactly. Wanna, you want to go have a good day with your family? You want to go to Disney, Universal, to these other places? Wear a fucking mask. Exactly. Guess what? That's what the mandate is. Yep. We're not out of the woods yet, y'all. Not yet. Okay? Not yet. And guys, I'm I'm getting my vaccine shot today, and I am a little nervous because of the uh, the side effects. But you know what? I am still wearing my mask. I'm washing my hands. I'm doing sanitizing almost uh, actually every single day. I am sanitizing my hands. I am wearing my face mask every single day. So yeah, I mean, I'm wearing right now like the mask I'm wearing right now is a triple layer. It's a triple layer mask, so I'm very safe with this mask on. So, and I'm still gonna wear it regardless. If I'm sick, I'm still gonna wear the mask. If I'm at a theme park, I'm still gonna wear the mask. I don't care if they say, oh, you don't have to wear a mask anymore at a theme park. I'm still gonna wear it, you know? So, pro prove, just prove me wrong. Uh, but anyway, guys, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, the, best, the best Disney snack has just arrived at the Disney theme parks. And that snack is a Matterhorn macaroon, which you can get only at Disneyland. 
uh, and you can get a Mount Everest macaron at Animal Kingdom for only six bucks, and you get two of them. And the cookies, and the cookies, the shape of the triangle of the uh, of the mountain of the of Mount Everest. That's pretty cool. Uh, Star Wars Droids has officially announced from Disney Plus, and will be streaming later later on this year. So this story is going to take place on about the droids. So C-3PO, R2-D2, BB-8, the, pretty much the droids of Star Wars. Uh, how they're made, how they're, what they're, what's their backstory like, you know, so. That's it, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, here, on Remy's, here on Remy's Roundtable, we know where Bright Line high-speed train could drop off guests in the Disney Springs area. So Brightline is this high-speed train where you can go from the Orlando International Airport to Disney Springs to Tampa. So this train will take you to the... Oh, and also to Miami. So this train will start from Miami to the Orlando International Airport to Disney Springs and finally last stop is going to be in Tampa. So you guys will, will be able to catch this train, catch this train at Disney. Uh, the drop-off could be located towards the southern part of Disney Springs near near the Orange parking garage. Uh, this stop will occupy the underdevelopment land between Disney's Typhoon Lagoon and the Disney Professional Offices, also known as Team Disney. The deadline is mid-summer, so they have until the end of April to decide where the fuck are they going to put the, the train station uh, for Brightline. So, I mean, the tracks are already laid out. They're ready to go to grab these guests and, you know, have a train ride. So I think it'd be pretty cool to check it out. I mean, of course, I'll do it just for the hell of it. Like, I'll uh, park, my, park my car at, uh, at the Orlando, Inter Orlando International Airport, and then I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to go to Disney Springs. Take the train to Disney Springs. You'll be there like in, like in 20 to 30 minutes, like that. That's how fast the train is gonna go. I think the one the one point that you're forgetting is, I don't mean that mean. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like that's putting out a lot of jobs for people that drive the Disney bus, the Disney Express buses. Yeah. I mean they're gonna be out of a job now. If they're smart and they want to transfer into like the the Disney buses that they take you to theme parks, to the resorts, that's one thing. But for for guys and for men and women that have been driving those buses for years, you know, just taking people back and forth to the resorts, to the airport, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, <clears throat> I would feel sorry for them because they're going to be out of a job. Right. And I can but, I completely understand that. So, uh, Disney announces ticket purchasing ahead of Disneyland's reopening with Disneyland Park. Disneyland Parks, I'm sorry, with Disneyland Park and California Adventure reopening on April 30th, Disney has released specific guidelines for, for purchasing tickets. According to the guidelines, the name and contact information of each person who purchases a ticket should be collected for a contact tracing purposes. This information must be provided by the person who purchase, purchases the tickets, who will serve as the main contact on behalf of the entire party. When a guest purchases park tickets and makes a park reservation, the purchasing guest must confirm the party size that will not contain more than three households and that all members of the party are California residents. So this is only for the California resident guests, not 
uh, traveling tourists who are traveling outside of the U.S. Okay. Uh, the theme parks will have a limited capacity and only California residents will be allowed to visit the theme parks. So, the Disney, the Disney theme parks. So, I think that's good news that they're only accepting, you know, Disneyland annual pass holders to come out and check out what what is going on with their theme parks at this time. That's cool. So, uh, here are five reasons why you should take an adult-only trip to Disney. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. yeah. You can uh, you can forget your worries and be a kid again. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. You can you can be on your own schedule or no schedule at all. I don't think you need a schedule. You can go anywhere you want, whenever you want, how you want. That's true. Uh, you can visit all of the Disney bars on property. That, that's a plus. <laughs> that's definitely a plus, especially in Epcot. That's true, and also on and also at Disney Springs too. Yeah, but prefer more. At Epcot. Prefer more at Epcot. Yeah, there's more. Have, there's, there's more choices. Because you have more choices and different flavors from around the world. So uh, <clears throat> you gotta check out. Uh, you get to check out all of the dining experiences on uh, traveling, you know, having an adult vacation only. So that's a plus. Uh, and plus, you can experience all the attractions you want, and you can skip the attractions you want. P- pretty much, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. Disney, Disney has announced... Uh, dates for their food and wine fest. Are you ready to hear these dates, Chris? I am, but I already knew about them. But go on. So the uh, food and wine fest is going to be taking place on July fifteenth through November twentieth. Mm-hmm. That's a long food and wine fest. Remember, it normally starts in August. Yep. The end of August, all the way through November. So you're talking about an extra month. Mm-hmm. Because normally it's like about three months, so you're adding an extra month, so that's four months. Yep. Of food and wine. That's perfect. Bro, I mean, for I people... Can't, I can't wait to go. For people that cannot make it, like, say, later on during the year, like, mm-hmm. say, October, because you can go early in the, in the year, like, uh, July and August. That's perfect. I had the list of the most overrated attractions at the Walt Disney Resort. Overrated? Overrated. Yeah, I want to hear this. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Really? Frozen Ever After. I can see that. Rock and Roll Coaster Aerosmith. Aerosmith? Go scene. Yeah. Uh, many, many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I like the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Peter Pan's Flight. Yeah, that one can be overrated. Test Track. No. Uh, Navi River Journey. And Kali River Rapids. I like that. So yeah. fu- hot summer fucking day. Oh yeah. To cool off. Yeah, I'll do that. You can write it right. You can who, write that right multiple times. Who came up with this list? Well, let's just say that. Who, no, seriously, who came up with this list? Disney annual pass holders. They don't know what they're talking about. No, they don't. No, they do not. I'm an annual pass holder myself, and I can tell you right now, out of everything that you just mentioned in there, the Navi River thing, I can see that's overrated. Peter Pan is overrated. Overrated. Everything else, it's fine. Yeah. I, even Leave Winnie, it alone. <laughs> even Winnie the Pooh and what? It, I don't know if you may like Winnie the Pooh. I like Winnie I like the Winnie the Pooh, man. That's a good ride. I love it. I think it's a very classic, nostalgic ride. And in fact, to be even more... Nostalgic. More nostalgic, that ride used to be... Mr. Mr. Toad's, Toad's Wild Ride. Exactly. 
So. And plus, you can see Owl hanging over the contract too, Mr. Toad, on that right. But it's very small, but yeah. you guys will be able to see oh, I've, it. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. It's very cool. Yes. All right, dude, I'm, I'm going to jump into some Star Wars. Uh, so, before we get into Star Wars, guys, I need to pull up my Star Wars music. So. You mean my segment? Well, I got some good Star Wars, like, Star Wars thing. But it's still my segment. Yes, I am not saying your thing. You are agreeing to this uh, facts. It's just some Star Wars facts. Alright. In a way. So let's go ahead and jump into it, guys. Alright, guys. It's time to do some Star Wars facts with Chris and Remy. We got some... Chris and I can discuss about this because I wrote down two facts. Some two facts for Star Wars. This better be good. Alright. So, why did Anakin Skywalker build C-3PO? To help his mom. That's that's the main reason. It's but, to help her but there's own. more to it than just helping out his mom. But that's pretty much like the main point that right. brought at home. So, 3PO was the manif- uh, manifestation of all Anakin's dreams. That's, that's true. Uh, he dreamed of traveling the galaxy with his mother, having adventures with 3PO, helping them to communicate in any language. I would love to have that robot, man. I want that droid. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Anakin's dreams were f- were fulfilled through his through his children because 3PO traveled with Luke and Leia. He proved a gift to the galaxy, helping save to save it from the Empire and Sith. I'm calling bullshit on that. I'm calling bullshit on that, man. Because what happened? And the previous Star Wars movie, when C-3PO's eyes went bla- turned blaring red. You mean, and the uh, Rise of Skywalker? The Rise of Skywalker. Remember, they had to tap into him because he had a, a Sith code in there. Right. So you're telling me Anakin can't find a way to put a Sith code in, in 3PO? Anakin, all right. You seem to forget that Anakin Skywalker was probably one of the strongest Jedi's out yep. there. Because remember when they took his blood test as a kid? They were it was the high. Mid- the was higher than Yoda. Yoda yep. of all people, higher than Yoda. So even when even when Obi Wan asked Qui Gon, "What does that mean?" That no Jedi's ever had that high power. Exactly. Ever. ever. So what does that tell you? Anakin's a badass. He's a badass, but he brings the balance to the Force. That's true. I mean... Alright, so my other Star Wars fact that I have on here, and of course, you know, we'll be talking about this for a long, long, long time with with Star Wars fans. Of course, you and I are huge Star Wars fans. So why did Palpatine uh, really save Vader on Mustafar? Why did Palpatine what? Saved Vader on Mustafar. Mustafar? Mustafar, yes. Um, it has pretty much because he was the only person that brought balance on both sides, but he was his, his pretty much his apprentice. That's he was learning yeah. under him. Uh, so, says here, uh, I got this from a, like a Star Wars fan theory website. So, it gives like little snippets on what they think, and I can agree, agree with some of these about why Palpatine did uh, save him, uh, save Vader, because Vader is my favorite. He's my favorite villain. I'm mean, from Star Wars. I love Vader. Uh, if I want, I will love to have 
my very own personal Vader, Vader mask, but I'm not gonna wear it. I'm just gonna keep it in a case and be like, honey, if you touch this, you die. Do not touch my Vader helmet. <laughs> as much as I have my Boba Fett helmet signed up there by Jeremy Bullock. Oh, such a great guy too. Mm -hmm. Great guy. All right, I met, so I met him too. Really? That's how I got the autograph. Nice. I met him at Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars weekend. Nice. What, uh, I got what there, year? I got that 3.30 in the morning. 3.30 in the morning? Just to get in line for his fast pass. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. That just shows dedication of a fan what you're really all about. Exactly. So That was in 2011. 11? So 10 years ago? Well, fuck me sideways. All right. <laughs> all right. So it's so here's, here's what I have for why Palpatine saved Vader. On is it Mustafar? I said Mustafar. Mustafar. Okay, so Vader, Vader uh, suffered ter terrible injuries at the hands of Obi Wan. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. All right. He did because he's the one that amputated his legs and his yep. and his right arm. I I <laughs> have the arm. I have the higher ground. Don't I have the higher ground. Don't try. Oh it. yeah, I'm gonna try it. Don't try <laughs> it. <laughs> I just ran into Chris. Really? <laughs> Uh, Palpatine was loosely inspired by Darth Maul. By Darth Maul? By Darth Maul. Darth Maul never died. I know he didn't. He never died at all. Uh, it says here... So, uh, Palpatine was loosely inspired by Darth Maul, who had returned as a power... as a power player in the Clone Wars in spite of his injuries. So, yeah, I could, I could see, yeah, yeah. Uh, Palpatine no longer considered Anakin a host for his spirit. Maybe. Rephrase Maybe. Rephrase that one more time. I'm trying to make a comprehend. Uh, a comprehend. Okay. So Palpatine, Palpatine no longer considered Anakin a host for his spirit because remember in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Palpatine was in this contraption where he's not even, he can't even die. Like, he wants to be the ultimate Sith Lord who can control the entire galaxy. But when he passed away, uh, you saw a little speck flew out of his mouth and went into Vader's helmet where Kylo Ren was. So, that had to mean something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he could still be a he could still be a potential tool. So he's saying that Vader could, can still be a potential tool in the galaxy. Yes and no. Okay. Uh, elaborate, please. A tool, as in like being Sith and mm -hmm. control the galaxy. Yes, but you got to remember, Vader was never was never um, turned to the dark side completely. Not yet. So at that point, Vader can just be on his own and just be like, well, you know what? You never turned me fully. So either I can still be with you or I can leave you. Or I can go ahead and destroy you just for the hell or of I it. Can, or I can end you. And exactly. He, he could have, though. He really could have uh, end him right there, but... And the last thing about Palpatine says here, the Emperor was pleased with his service right up until the end. So this has to go back to uh, episode three, which is the uh, return return of the Jedi. 
where he's really just being the shit out of Luke yeah. with his electric powers. And all of a sudden, here comes Vader, pushing him off the edge. So he saw he saw what he went through, and he didn't want his son to go through that again. Right. He doesn't want to see his son go what what he actually went through with Palpatine. Right. Or Sidious. So in order to save his son, he sacrificed himself by throwing the Emperor over the ledge, which a lot of people thought he died, but he didn't. He didn't die. He survived that shit. How can somebody survive that fall, man? That's a long ass fall. He's a Sith Lord. Bro, that, that's not even questionable. I mean, you can pretty much levitate yourself somewhere, yep. land somewhere, and pretend that you fucking died. He's like, go ahead, push me, see if I care. <laughs> okay, this is cool shit, I'm floating somewhere. Because you gotta realize, in The Last, in the last Jedi, um, I'm trying to think of the, the villain's name. Um, uh, Snoke? Yeah, Emperor Snoke? That was Palpatine. Yeah. Which, no, which nobody knew. Nobody knew that was Palpatine. Yeah, because he was he was manipulating him through Snook. Alright, so guys, since we are going to Universal Studios next week and also Anza Adventure, I have the list of the best attractions to ride at night at Universal Studios. And hopefully you, you can agree with me on these. Rip I, I sure hope so. Rip Ride Rocket. Absolutely. Doctor Doom. Mm, yeah. 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 That's a yeah. That's a meh. That's a meh. That's a meh. That's a meh. It's a meh for both of us. Yeah. Uh, Sue Sky Trolley. Mm, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Hulk Coaster. Yes. And finally, Hagrid's. Oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> so yes, guys, those are Chris and I got some ifs and meh and a maybe. And there's so, also there's also some more you can still ride at nighttime too. Uh, Jurassic Park is another one. Uh, Repsol Repsol Falls. Repsol Falls. Uh, Bl Bluto's. Oh yeah, Bluto's. Bluto's and the the Pterodactyl ride. <laughs> no. But soon, Velocity Coaster. Yeah, that'd be interesting at nighttime. It's gonna be fun to see it at nighttime actually. Uh, Disneyland may be able to allow even more guests upon reopening. So right now they're saying only 35% can go into the park uh, at the reopening, which is, uh, would be on April 30th. Right. Uh, Disney, Disney guests can now remove face masks for, Disney photo, for Disney's PhotoPass photos starting tomorrow on April 8th. Jen told me that. That's so cool. That is so cool. Good, Good news for Disney. That's great news. Universal. You see people's faces not being covered by a fucking mask. Exactly, but Universal, not yet. They still haven't decided. They still haven't decided on. Can we do this with you guys? Can we not do this with you guys? If Disney or... can do it, they can jump on that bandwagon too. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Universal. All right. This is about. This is about Halloween horror nights. So Universal Orlando is now accepting internal applications for entertainment roles for Halloween Horror Nights 2021 for their 30th anniversary. If you they're are not even hiring from the outside. That's the no, they're part. not. If you're an employee of the Universal Orlando Resort, audition tapes are being accepted through April 11th, which is you got until Sunday to uh, cough it up. Uh, the auditions are open for all team members, whether they've been cast in previous years or are new to the Halloween Horror Night event. Universal is, Universal is asking interested team members to 
uh, pr provide audition tapes for the entertainment roles they are interested in. Uh, casting is looking for puppeteers, Bigfoot employees, hybrid stilt walkers, haunted house team members, scares. and street performers, which is the scare zones. Yeah. Uh, for more information, head on over to the Universal Audition website's website for more information about Halloween Horror Nights 2021, the 30th anniversary. So I told my buddy uh, Clint uh, the other day uh, when I was out in the park, you know, hanging out, and uh, I, I meant to cop with him sooner to talk about, you know, Halloween Horror Nights and how to keep, you know, our podcast going, like how to make it better and how we can be more in the in the competitor's realm of podcasting being vloggers you know so he gave me some helpful tips and i told him about this one story that i actually did voiceover work for halloween horror nights for a coca-cola commercial so i was one of the original voice actors to do a commercial for halloween horror nights back in 2006. this is during carnival carnage so i did that voice that voiceover it took me four hours just to get that voice right so I'm like, hey, do you want a raspy voice? Do you want a, a a dark voice? What voice do you want? And the producer goes, give me what you have. Show me what you got. I go, okay. It's time for Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Studios Florida. If you get this pass, you will get an extra box of Coca-Cola. So I had to keep memorizing those lines. I'm like, well, the director goes, here, read this script. I'm like, oh, okay. So that Coca-Cola commercial, is telling you about if you buy a Coca-Cola pack, you will get a free Halloween Horror Night ticket with the purchase of this Coca-Cola Coca-Cola box, and you also get an additional discount when you buy an additional Halloween Horror Night ticket. So it was pretty cool. I had a good time yeah. in the studio. But anyway, uh, sorry to get off topic, guys. But uh, Disney Cruise Disney Cruise Line suspends all U.S. cruises through June through June 2021. So no luck on Disney's. Disney Cruise Lines, so yeah. All right, guys, it's time for us to give you guys the the opening date of Velocity Coaster. Velocity Coaster has just has just got the okay to open on June 10th to the public at Universal's Islands of Adventures. So hopefully, Chris and I will be able to ride it. It's gonna be awesome. Of course, you know, I, I may or may not go to the media event because I don't want to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and, and be you out there. Pass. I know, I know, but dude, I, and then I just gave you, I just, gave I you, know, I just gave you a guilt trip because I know you, you get, I know you seem to forget that I'm your co-host. I know you gave me, you gave me the ultimatum, and I'm like, you know what? Now I'm deciding if I'm if I'm gonna go or not to. So for for, I mean, for a media you, event, you, you know. Got, you got the pass. I know, but I may not. I may not go because I don't want. I don't want to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and be be there, you know, at six a.m. and say, "Hey, it's time to go." All right, cool. All right, fine, whatever, you know. Uh, but my friend did. My other friend invited me to go to the cast preview. And I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, tangled area at the Magic Kingdom here in Florida just got a fresh coat of paint. So their their section where um, uh, where, where Tangle is yeah where Tangle is by it's a small world. They just got a brand new coat of paint. So it looks nice. 
It looks bright colors where the mural is, where the castle, their castle is over there. It looks actually really well done. I'm impressed with it. Uh, new tracks are being are being laid out for Walt Disney World Railroad at the Magic Kingdom. Good. So are you are you a fan of the um, Magic Kingdom train? Yeah, I love it. Now, do you do you sleep on that train every once in a while? Or? I take a nap because I feel the air feels so nice and it's a nice refreshing ride. It's on the outdoors and there's a train. So yeah. they're also adding plexiglass on that train too, as well. So you know that's a given. Yeah, for for CDC compliance. So yeah, uh, Tom Brady finally visited Walt Disney World over Easter Easter weekend after winning the uh, Super Bowl. So he finally just showed up. He so. built his own lightsaber, too. Yep. And he also built his own droid, too. Yes. Uh, only experts know these secrets, these Easter egg secrets at Disney's Hollywood Studios. When was the last time you went to uh, Hollywood Studios? It's in, in April. Okay. The first, week of, the first week of March. So, Chris, I have a list of these, and, uh, these Easter eggs, and I hope you know some of these I'm going to uh, tell you about. All right, you know the, the retro gas the retro gas station mm-hmm. when you first enter the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look closely, you'll you'll see five one nineteen eighty nine. What is that? What is that resemblance to? Isn't that the year that it opened up? That is the grand opening of MGM Studios. Uh, so let's move on to the Chinese Theater. This is the exact replica of Graham's Chinese Theater in Los Angeles. Even they got the exact footprints of these celebrities and also the handprints of these celebrities who has their own handprints at the uh, Graham's Chinese Theater in Los Angeles, California. That is pretty dope. Uh, Over by the Indiana Jones stunt show, you will spot a, let's see, you will spot a, a well dug into the ground with a pulley system and there's a big ass warning sign that says do not pull the rope pull it i want you to pull that rope you know why it's a little secret message when you pull that rope up okay and let's just say that there's a certain uh language where you know uh harrison harrison ford's character indiana indiana jones he says i hate snakes right you pull that lever up, you get these rubber snakes in the well, in the well really? bucket. Yes. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Most people, don't, most people don't know that. I'm like, you know what? That is something we can talk about because it's pretty cool. Pretty cool experience for, next time I go there, for I cast just, members. I just might pull that cord. You're, you're going to have to. Just, um, at the Indiana Jones show? Yeah, the yes. Indiana Jones uh, stunt show. Uh, over by the over by Rock and Roll, Co- Rock and Roll Coaster Aerosmith, the lyrics to, to the songs are changed to... Love on a roller coaster, which we ju- which we just played. Love on a- love on an elevator. So that's the last song on Rock and Roller Coaster, and they change it to Love on a Roller Coaster. So and Aerosmith actually made those lyrics to uh, they actually wrote down those lyrics in a recording studio, and it took them two hours to figure out how can we change Love on an Elevator to Love on a Roller Coaster to mash up that to one song, the, to dub it into yeah. to that song. So it took them two hours to dub it. I'm like. You know, that's a smart idea. That's a very smart idea with that. With that that's uh, pretty cool. I like that. All right. Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Uh, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run. Uh, pilots, pilots need to move their controls. 
to the far left, right, up, down before pushing the activation button. The rest of the crew needs to hit only one white button on their control panel. If they do this properly, you guys will be able to fly with Chewie throughout the entire attraction. So you gotta go with everything all at the same time. All at the same time. And you'll be able to fly with Chewie. That's cool. Throughout the entire attraction. What if you don't have uh, six people in the ride? Well, then you still you can still be able to push a button if you guys you can, are. Yeah, you're buckled in. Yeah, you're buckled seat. in. Not if you do it at the same. Not if you do it like yeah, early. Yeah, but you gotta have people all in there. At the True, same time. but they they will. I mean, once this COVID is done, they'll they'll be able to do it. Well, so, but in the meantime, if it doesn't work, you'll still be able to find a way to fly with Chewy if you have the right. Our jump in a broadcast from Disney one day. Why don't you do it from Hollywood? Uh, yeah, Hollywood. And try and try to do it. Yeah, I'll go. I'll see if um, uh, I'll try and see if my friend Skip can maybe get your Jeffrey. Oh, okay. That's something we can all do. All right. Uh, that at least well, you need a you need a ticket. You need a ticket, Frank. He doesn't have a pass. I don't have a pass. Oh, that's so. right. Maybe I can. He owes me. He owes me. He owes you. He owes me five <laughs> Universal tickets. There you go. So that that would be pretty sick to fly with Chewy throughout the entire attraction. It would be. Uh, Mickey and Mickey and Minnie's uh, railway. Oh, All right. So fun. So I the the trip uh, the the tritone the tritone whistle was also used in Mickey Mickey Mouse's. Uh, debut cartoon back in 1928. That's, that same yeah. that same tri whistle. Yep, was on is on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, yes. uh, Star Tours. Paging for a passenger named Egrog Sakal. Okay. Think about it. I want you to give me a name. Who who came up with Star Star Wars? Who's the man George, behind George, George Lucas. Lucas? That's George Lucas spelled backwards. That was like Egrog, isn't that George? Uh... Yep. Oh, wow. That's George. That's George Lucas spells backwards. That's pretty cool. Uh, Tower of Terror. It can it can be seen from Epcot. That's a given. Uh, they they designed it to blend right in with Morocco. So if you were by Morocco area, you can still see uh, the Tower of Terror. Yeah, it has that pinkish-orange coloring that yep. the buildings in Morocco have. Mm. Uh, and also it says here, uh, Disney often disguise a zero-minute wait time as unluckily 13 minutes on the standby entrance sign. So you can actually see the zero like really hidden. Uh, it's like a, like a dim effect. So once that dim effect goes away, it goes automatically to 13 minutes. For what, right? Tower of Terror. Oh. Because there's 13 floors at tariff, at, on Tower yeah. Terror. Okay. Yeah, it's really interesting how that ride works. Like really, it's a tra it's a track ride. That's all it is. It's um yeah, and you in, actually, in, a, in a pulley system. It's an elevator and a track system. And I was looking into it. What I find really fascinating about that ride is the fail safes. Mm -hmm. It has the braking system. Yep. It has um, like a hydraulic system. Yep. It has like a cushion system. It has like four or five fail safes. So that is probably the ride you should feel the most comfortable on mm -hmm. because you're not really dropping as much as you think you are. You're not. But even if you drop, I assure you, you are safe even if you hit mm -hmm. the bottom. And when I was working at that attraction, 
my old supervisor, he would tell me the stories about that attraction. I'm like, dude, you, you told me this during training. He's like, yeah, but did you know the control room too? I'm like, what's up the control room? He's like, well, you realize that there's eight e-stops for that reason. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, if, if something's wrong with the hydraulic system, you push this e-stop. If something's wrong with the track system, yeah, you push that button. button. I mean, you touch this one, you touch this one. Backup after backup after backup. Yep. They, they designed that ride brilliantly. Oh, yeah, and it's so much fun. Uh, let's see here. Uh, character Palooza. The, the character meet and greet area. Oh, yeah. Where you meet Donald, Daisy, Mickey, Minnie. Yeah. Uh, wasn't published on any Disney time guides. So, like, in the, in the park math... There's no time. There's no timeline. Timelines for when you go. You guys can go meet these characters. I think they just trade it. They've just always traded in and out. Mm -hmm. They did. Uh, Gertie's ice cream of extinction. Gertie the Gertie the dinosaur was one of the first to be brought to life on the screen back in 1914. Oh wow. Uh, Toy Story Toy Story Land. One of the hidden details that's in every uh, Pixar movie is actually hidden. In the land. The Luxo Ball? The what? The Luxo Ball? No. Uh, the lamp? Mm-mm. You'll spot the number 1, 1, and 3, and you'll also see the letter A. A113 is actually the room at Cal Arts that many of the original Pixar animators studied. Oh, that's funny. So that's where you'll see, you know, where these animators got first started with Pixar. Uh, Galaxy Edge... Each cast member has a detailed backstory. So on their name tag, there's yeah. there's a different backstory with every single cast member you meet at Star Wars Galaxy Edge. And they get Edge. to choose their their backstory. Yep. I see one one of the guys who I am I'm very close with. He made his um his name tag uh with the Sith because he asked my opinion. He's like, Remy, what's up with the, with the Sith Sith background story? I'm like, dude. You want to be dark or do you want to be super dark? He goes, how dark is a Sith? I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> they kill each other. They kill each other. They literally committed genocide on their own race. Pretty much, in a way. But that's why I love, that's why I love the dark side. I mean, we can manipulate other Jedis to go as a Jedi or just stay with the dark side and just pretty much kill that's everybody. Pretty much, that's pretty much a great Jedi. Yeah, I'm you a can Jedi. Be, you can be either. He's the Sith. <laughs> yeah, I always like the bad guys. I love bad guys, man. That's the, the whole point about the Star Wars love, movies. That's why I love Boba Fett because he's such a badass. And that's why I love Darth Vader. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah, but Vader, Vader is like he's cool. Yeah. But he's not completely to the dark side. He's also sarcastic. There's some some sarcastic in uh, Vader. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom opens rise to the general public for the first time since the since the pandemic closer. Mm -hmm. So this is over by uh, New Jersey area, New Jersey, New York area. Uh, a Disneyland VIP tour will cost you roughly forty two hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Yeah. If you want your own, if you want your own personal Disney tour, that's what Kim wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. No. But you can have a group of up to like ten. Ten or twelve. Ish. Or yeah. Really? I would. I would rather do the Universal's VIP tour because I'm like, hey, can we go stop by uh, Men in Black real quick? He goes, why? I'm like, I just want to go see some people. Let's go over there real quick. <laughs> 
That's why I want to go to The Simpsons. I know. I, we'll I we'll know. go. We're going to go there, man. I, I have a lot of people that I work with there. Yeah, and they're still been, there. We've been to The Simpsons, and you've never, I've never seen you talk to anyone. I did. I talked to Because the day that we went, most of them weren't there. I only saw two of them that were there. The old Chinese man, which is the first cook, and Steve, which is the first cook there, too. I can't believe it up to this day. He's still the first he's cook. St- is he still there? Steve, yeah, Steve's still there. Nice. Uh, Disney made Tom Brady to try the blue and green milk from Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Tom Brady's a douche. He is a douche, but do you want to take a guess what, what milk he enjoyed the most? Uh, no. He, the deflated milk? Yeah, the deflated milk, yes. <laughs> he likes the blue milk instead of the green milk. You do know that the blue milk is plant-based. Right. I wonder why Tom Brady likes that instead of the green milk. And the, and the blue milk also has coconut, um, there's some coconut oil, coconut milk in it, and there's some other additives that they're plant-based. So a oh. lot of people think that, oh, it's food coloring. So what's the green milk then? Everything there is is plant-based. Okay. The green milk is plant-based. The blue what, milk is plant-based. What is it that the green milk has a taste of? The blue milk tastes like a <sighs> I have not. I never, I never yeah. had it. But never ever had blue milk? Never had it, man. I mean, I went to Galaxy Edge a couple of times, and I didn't purchase a uh, a blue milk or a green milk. But I will when I go when we go there. You can get the blue milk with vodka in it. Sweet. Okay, the blue milk is rice milk, frozen pineapple chunks, coconut flavor syrup, passion fruit flavor, lime flavor, watermelon flavor, and yes, it does have blue. Milk. So that's plant-based. Okay. Everything's plant-based. Yeah. So, and guys, you can purchase these uh, milks for eight bucks. They raise it up to eight dollars now. Okay, green milk. Yeah. Nope. But they're about this big, though. Green milk. Oh, okay. Um, oh, here you go. Blue milk is flavored with dragon fruit. Officially, blue milk is flavored with dragon fruit, pineapple, lime, and watermelon. And the green milk is a citrus drink featuring mandarin orange, passion fruit, grapefruit, and orange blossom. Okay, I might like that one. It's really I, good. I still like the blue milk because I'm a big coconut person. So okay, uh, Mulan will, Mulan will now be greeting guests at the Magic Kingdom. It, they both have really? the green yeah. milk has coconut and rice milk, whereas the blue drink only has rice milk. Did you hear that? Wow. What? Mulan will be Mulan will be greeting guests at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's cool. Starting start, start, starting today. Mulan has always been in China. It never yeah, was. and I'm like. If no one realizes that, you can always meet... Well, you used to be able to meet her mm-hmm. just to the left of the entrance of the theater. That's right. Uh, Sony enters the theme park industry with Columbia Pictures Aquaverse in Thailand. This new theme park will be opening up in October 2021, but the <coughs> rolling opening is supposed to open on twenty uh, opening next year. So, you know what, you know what I mean by rolling, the rolling date? Yeah. Okay. So it's a rollout yeah. date. Yeah. It's a rollout date. Yeah. So, but the opening date is like a preview date. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have a Men in Black attraction. So, it's going to be a little bit different than the one here at Universal. God, I hope it's better. Yeah. It's going to be a lot here, better. The one at here at Universal was a swing and a miss. Uh, they're gonna have a Ghostbusters Supernatural experience. That's that's cool. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs oh, attraction. I, I, yeah, I love cute. I love those movies. Bad Boys Raceway, Seriously? an area with a go area go kart track. 
Oh, really? A bad boy's go kart track. I, yeah. I'll drive bad it. Yeah. Got to stop making the movies because they suck. Not, uh, the, not the, fir- not the, the first, not the second one. The first, the first, one, first one was, two were good. The first one was good. The second one was. Eh. No, the second one was tolerable. Great. Right. Tolerable. I love the second Anything one. Anything after that, you should have stopped. Right. Ahead. Well, my uncle was a stunt coordinator for both Bad Boys movies and also for the third Bad Boys movie. So I'm, I'm happy that I got, had a chance to see his credit in both of the uh, Bad Boys films. That's cool. I was like, hey, my uncle. Oh, there it is. Pause it. Take a picture. Ask my uncle. <laughs> Uh, and they're also going to have a uh, Hotel Transylvania water oh, attraction. I love that. So that's going to be a water flume ride. That's cool. It's going to be pretty they cool. They did do the cruise. There's a Hotel Transylvania 4 coming. Oh, yeah. And also a uh, Jumanji attraction. Oh, my God. Is it original, like, Robin Williams Jumanji? Or is it, like, more based towards, the like, ones. the new Jumanji? Half and half. Half old, half new. I like the new ones, but I mean, I love the old one. That one's the best, but I like the new ones. And a huge, and a huge Vivo wave pool. So Vivo is this company where they build these massive wave pools that can go over 120 feet. So a big wave pool for a bunch of people to drown because they don't know how to follow the rules. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, California, California governor announces plans to fully reopen on June 15th. Yeah, uh, Disneyland is opening April 23rd. April 30th. They uh, push oh, back. Oh, then who's opening, no, wait, who's opening April 23rd? Uh, that would be Universal Studios. Oh, okay, I don't know one of them was. Uh, and finally, for your, theme park, for your theme park updates, Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom celebrates their 15, 15th anniversary with a Yeti Sunday. Oh. Oh, nice. 15 years! Expedition Everest! Little known thing, well, it's known. I don't know how little known, but I'm eating a caramel. It's going wrong. Oh boy. Uh, if anyone is familiar with um, travel channels, uh, he's been on several different channels, like Discovery Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. Josh Gates. Mm-hmm. I love Josh Gates. Um, he went on. An expedition to um, the area near Mount Everest. Right. Um, to go looking, it was one of his episodes to go looking for a Yeti. And in that episode, he found the most amazing footprint. And they did a the cast of it. Well, the country um, is very particular about not letting any of those things outside of their bounds. But they did allow him to make a cast of the cast. Right. And um, it is in a cabinet as you're walking through the Yeti. Right? Uh, walking walk yeah. through the queue line. Yeah, yeah, there's a small thing about it in there, which I think is really neat. And I think, and I think he got that cast from uh, Cambodia, so that's where he... Uh, no, it was in Wasn't Cambodia. it Cambodia? No, it was in Gold. Wherever, wherever it is that's... Um, I think, oh it's, I think it's Nepal. Nepal, that. yeah. Uh, I think it was Nepal. Uh, here's a list of the top Cuban sandwiches restaurants in Orlando uh, that you guys have to try out. You got uh, Dove, Dove Coat, uh, Brazier. You have Four Rivers, Reverence Pig, Black Bean Deli, Yellow Dog Eats, Alain, Alain Remembered, Little Saigon, Urbane 40, Chef's Tables, and Sanctum Cafe. 
So you guys be able to try out the, their versions of the Cuban sandwich, and it's really good. Most of these places I've, I've tried out. Uh, now through May 1st, you can vote for the best of Orlando from food to drinks, people uh, to people in the media industry. Uh, nominations are now open until May 1st. So if you guys are listening, please nominate Remy's Roundtable so Chris and I can get that lovely Orlando Weekly plaque that has our name on it. <laughs> please do. I mean, we're, we're a good podcast. We're a decent podcast with over no, with say, over with over a thousand listeners. So yeah, say, don't say decent. We're good for what we do. Exactly. Uh, fifteen years, fifteen years later, Orlando Shakes returns to the spotlight at Lake Yola for live performances. So their Shakespearean uh, theater, mm-hmm. they're they're going to be having live performances on that. Uh, at the Lake Yola stage. The amphitheater. The amphitheater, yes. Uh, we have a list of Orlando's best restaurants to check out. You got Luke's Kitchen and Bar, Hunger Street Tacos, Revenant's Pigs, Cadence, Osprey, Orlando Revenant's Meats. Pig. That's... It's good. Wait, wait, wait. That's the one that's in downtown Disney. No, that's no, 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 no. Black the Pig. That's the Polite Pig. Pig is in uh, the Winter si- Park. Is the sister store to the Polite Pig. So all yep. those people that don't want to wait in line for two hours to get barbecue they go at there. Disney Springs, go to the Ravenous Pig. In fact, the food is better. It's basically the same menu. It is. Uh, you got Black Rooster, Ray's, uh, Mezcleria. You got Tori Tori, Kabuki Sushi, Maxine's on Shine, uh, Pizza Bruno, Ravello, and Alejo by Jose Andreas. Nice. So there's some good, good restaurants to check out. Uh, Four requests waiver from feds for student for student state testing requirement due to the due to the pandemic. Students across Florida will start taking the FSA, but some parents aren't sure if they'll send their kids send their kids in for testing. The federal government requires 95% of students to take the test, but the state of Florida is asking the feds for at least some wiggle room as the first standardized tests of the pandemic creep closer. A draft waiver, thank you, a draft waiver acknowledges some school districts may not meet the requirements. So this is a huge test for these students Mm -hmm. to pass. It's like it's like the FCAT, mm-hmm. but this is like a more, uh, more up updated. Version yeah, it's a more it. updated version of it. This is where, this is where parents get their all their feathers in a ruffle because yep. they think standardized testing is is a way to make their kid um, feel stupid. No, it's just a way to gauge where the general population of students are. And where do you go with how you educate? Exactly. And I'm like, um, yes. And I'm like, because when they do it, the kids that go really, really low and the kids that go really, really high, those are things they take into, they don't necessarily take into consideration as part of the bell curve. Um, Right. They take more of like the general population that falls into the bell curve. For a bill is being introduced to lower timeshare property taxes. Owners could save roughly $170 million in paid taxes. The bill addresses how timeshare resales are factored into property valuations. This bill is being proposed would, according to those who oppose, saying it will cost cities, counties, and schools millions of dollars. 
So they are looking to reduce these, you know, timeshare taxes. Because people own timeshare on Disney property, which is the DVC club. Uh, we're DVC uh, the DVC, yes. And also there's timeshare. Well, we're also. not. Her parents are. Right. Uh, there's also timeshare on Universal property, too. Some of the, some of the resorts actually have timeshares. Like Portofino, World Pacific, and Hard Rock. They actually have timeshares in their, some of their rooms. So some little, little history about that. Uh, Seminole, Seminole, County, Seminole County leaders are looking to expand popular walking and biking trails. Yeah. That's nice. I, I, that's a good. Not bad. I'm down with that. That's nice. I have a list of new restaurants that has, that has opened last year uh, here in the Central Florida area that we're going to check out. Like I, I'm serious to want to check these out. You got, uh, you got Bow's Castle. Uncommon Catering and, eat and Eatery, Papa Llama, 60 Vines Winter Park, uh, Mason. That sounds like it would be vegan. <laughs> Mason Jar Provisions. That would probably be right up my alley. Maze Kitchen, The New Standard, which the New Standard is actually really good. Uh, Tabla, which is an Indian, which is a Indian restaurant. Uh, Hungry Plants, which is a vegan restaurant. Uh, Boku Sushi. Financier uh, Pizzeria, VLC Vegan Eatery, Knife and Spoon at the Ritz Carlton, Walk Ons Sports, you got Gogi Korean Grill, Russell's, K Town Cafe. Chris would probably like the Gogi Korean. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Feather and Quill, you got Bovine Restaurant, What the Chuck, and Neon Beach. Neon Beach is by downtown. It's downtown area. So, well, I mean, th these restaurants are gonna be. Check, 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 check. I'm going to put these on the restaurant bucket list to, you know, that we can go try out and hopefully give reviews on the dishes once yes. we uh, check it out. Uh, in other news, this rare Super Mario Brothers sealed copy breaks auction record and becomes most valuable game, co game collectible ever. This, I know what he's talking about. I do too. This, I saw it. Super this, Mario, yep, the original Super the original. On Nintendo. Yep. On original Nintendo. Yep. This rare sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers for the N for the NE NES has sold at auction for six hundred six six hundred sixty thousand dollars. Holy shit! That's the one that the that the guy took to um, Pawn Stars. Uh huh. And he wanted a million dollars for it. And Rick looked like a million dollars for a video game. But Chumley looked and said, "You don't get it. Like, you don't get it. Like it's graded PSA, which means like it's never been opened, it's never been yep. tempered. It's still sealed. They graded it at 10.0, which that's the highest for any grading you'll ever get. Do you want to, do you want to know what this rating was for this game? 9.6. Okay, the one I, the one I saw is 10.0. Yeah, that's that's like that's, that, that's like the the mint mint condition of six hundred and some how much six hundred what six hundred six hundred sixty thousand dollars. Yes. So For Chris, you may Chris, you may need to go back and go through your old uh, video game collect collections. We have original Nintendo with a yeah. bunch of games. We I know, do. but I'm saying you might need to go look at these and say, know, but they're, yeah, but they're opened up. I mean, what, uh, what, yeah. they're, what they're looking for is in the box. In the box still. Something in the box that's now you can't take it to heaven with you. You can't take, or you can put it. They can in, try. <laughs> you can put it in the grave with you, but why not enjoy this crap? Exactly. Just put on the earth. It's a fucking it's video a, game. It's a fucking video game. A fucking <laughs> video game. It's not. Um, it's not the Shroud of Turin. 
It's not. <laughs> That's it's funny. Not, it's not, um, you know, something that Jesus Christ wore on his person. Exactly. It's like, it's not the headdress of Tutankhamen. It is a damn video it's game. It's a damn freaking video game. Uh, Bonnaroo is celebrating its 20th anniversary and is going to take place in Manchester, Tennessee from September from temper, eh, from September 2nd through Christa September 5th. He hates you too. Yeah, I hate you too as well. Why? They're a good band. Well, nah. they got a little weird... Uh, All I gotta say is fuck Bono. <laughs> yeah. Why? Really? Because he cares about the world and no the, the only stupid song from them his like, songs are the same exact chord progression every single song is the okay, same the, fucking the Josh, chords the joshua tree awesome song sunday bloody sunday same awesome chords song. same chords um all i want is you one of my favorite songs by them but when they when they got to the point where um probably like towards the end of the 90s they started making some weird ass stuff. Yeah. And I stopped listening. I, yeah. But I, you know what? Sometimes you get that way with the band when they start. It was kind of like it was kind of like the Beatles. They used to do all this poppy stuff, right? And then they started getting into all this drug fueled weird crap. And of course, my brother in law loves the drug the drug fueled um, weird crap. And that's what he's taught his kids to love. I said, oh yeah, that's that's a great example for your I kids. Think it's a huge kids. example. The that these songs became a hit. Was because they were drug fueled. So I hope that you like them. Chris, what Chris, we want, we want to take on this? The only YouTube song that I like is um, I forgot what it's called. <sighs> Vertical. Vertigo. Vertigo. So the only one see, that, that I like. Okay. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Here, uh, fully fully vaccinated guests can travel in U.S. without tests or quarantines. CDC says. So if you have your vac if you got your vaccination We're shot, you can travel yeah, outside. So explain to me, I'm older than you. Yes, you are. Okay, how the hell are you getting your vaccine when I've been on a waiting list to get one for quite some time? I have. Well, I made my uh, my appointment at the at the convention center, but now they're saying that you can schedule your uh, vaccine shot over there uh, within this age range. So from eight, from 18 to uh, I think it's like 30, 35, you can start getting your, your vaccine shots. I know. Well, okay. So the ones at the convention center are supposed to be governed by, um, yep. by the state of Florida. You're supposed to sign up on the waiting list and they call you and tell yep. you when slots are available. Yep. So I've been on that waiting list for quite some time because I've been eligible to get it and they have never contacted me. I'm going to show, when we get off air, I'll show you the, uh, the website and you'll be able to get it just like that. Uh, but I will, but I'm also, but not, I don't want the single one. I right. want the double one. I'm getting the, I'm going to get the single one today. I'm not going to go to convention center to go take it. My mom suggested me to go over to Valencia West campus. They'll do it right there. It's only the one shot and that's it. Yeah, but I don't, but the one shot they say is not as effective. The two shot is because they found right. variations. The two shot is better because it covers the variations. Right. So who knows? I, I'm just, just a little nervous about it today so he's not a big needle person oh my God. no i'm not but see but i got this tattoo though i got a tattoo let me tell you okay i out of everyone <coughs> probably have the most reason to be scared of a needle the most reason no i'm just i'm just ner i'm just nervous about the side effects that's all i'm nervous about oh, no. yeah they're not bad okay okay so 
See this? See how thick that is? The That's the needle. The end of the pin? No. Okay, I had needles thicker than this. Eee. Injected into my lower back because of a car accident. Yeah. A really bad car accident I had. And they injected it into like my bone so I could feel the needle scraping on my bone. Oh, fuck. That shit hurt. Fuck that. Like, so I'm so, at this point, I think because of that, I've become so desensitized right. to needles. So, but no, the needle that they use on you is a really, really skinny gauge. You can barely feel it. Oh, okay. It'll be, It'll be done and over with before you realize it. Right. And I hope I don't get any of the side effects. I may so have I may, side, I may have a slight fever. I may yeah, have a sore throat. Of, the side effects aren't bad. Like the first one, that my dad had side effects from the first shot, but not from the second. And he literally for one day, just one day, felt like his body felt like heavy. But this is normal. You get the, you get this from a tetanus shot. Right. His body and from a regular flu shot. His body felt heavy, his temperature was slightly elevated, and he felt like his head hurt and he felt weak. That was it. One day, and then he was fine. Oh, okay. So ho hopefully I'll be okay yeah. to check it out. Uh, Chris, 28 years ago, this movie came out, and that uh, was released to the public 28 years ago. One thing you guess, it's a Kevin Smith movie. Small Rats? Clerks. Clerks? Clerks. The first clerk. The black, first clerks. Black and white. Clerks. Yep. Such a great movie. Uh, a gamer sells. A gamer just sold his PS5 to buy a N64 and his childhood co game collection. Yeah. So he's so he's just like here. I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm sell a, my look. PS5 for three hundred and sixty-six dollars. And I just bought a N64 for dirt cheap with all of the N64 games. So he just bought every single N64 game, you know, that was on the market. I would rather play the old school games um, because they take skill. And I mean, what I don't like about the new games is get away from your fucking game system. Get away from your fucking computers. Like they become more and more real. Get into the real world. Yep. Get off your lazy, stinky ass and have fun. Take a shower, clean up, and get out there and have fun and be a part of your life. There you go. Do not stay in and eat and eat and eat and become 600 pounds playing nothing but video games and catfishing. Exactly. People because you can't move out of your home. So, Chris. Uh, last week we talked about uh, how Anakin, Anakin Skywalker became uh, Darth Vader, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about how Emperor Palpatine he's weak. was the best was the best Sith Lord in Star Wars. So I got, I got some facts about how Palpatine was like the best, the one of the best, one of the greatest Sith Lords in Star Wars history. Uh, says here he was able to keep Darth Vader in the line. So like. Keeping him in check, you know, in a way. Yeah. He kind of like, he kind of just controlled him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he beat uh, Savage Opress and Darth Maul at once. Hmm. Who the hell is Savage Opress? It's in the Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay. So that's why I didn't recognize that name. Okay. Uh, he killed three Jedi's in a matter of in a matter of seconds. Yeah, yeah, get, get and take. Uh, he was able to hide in plain sight from the most powerful Jedi. From Yoda? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He camouflaged himself. Yep. Not even death could stop him. <laughs> That's true. That's but true. It, it did in the end. It did at the end. It did at the end, yeah. Uh, his, manip- yeah his manipulations created Darth Vader. That's true. Because he was a, yep. he's a sociopath. Because Anakin was deceived by a lie. That's what right. I mean. No, Anakin was a whiny little bitch who couldn't get over his issues. He didn't have daddy issues. He just got, he, he had mommy, daddy issues. He had daddy and mommy issues. But he was deceived by a lie. That's what it was. He he was lied to. So basically, no, he was he was easy to manipulate because he instead of instead of learning to instead of learning to deal with the phases of life and the natural progression of life, you know, we all at some point will reach our end um, or the the finality of life, he instead chose to be um, pissed off about it because um, his mom died. Oh, I should have been here. No, your mother sent you off to have a better life rather than be a slave. But you know what? Your mom had a good life. She met a man who was able to pay her debt and she lived a good life. And then unfortunately, you know, she died in violence. But instead of taking that and making something good out of that, he just stayed pissed off and angry. And what did that? It allowed him to be manipulated very easy because of his stupidity. Uh, let me see what else I have here for, for that. Uh, he also says here uh, he... He ran both sides of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Which is very yeah. true. Yeah, he did. He won most of the time. He did. Sometimes he, he did win. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. just ugly. So I'm going to play a couple of my favorite scenes from Palpatine. And yes, guys, there's one scene that I'm really going to play because it has to do with one of my favorite creators, uh, Mr. Seth Green uh, from Robot Chicken. So this is my favorite scene from the Star Wars movie, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and it's uh, Palpatine. Master Windu. I take it General Grievous has been destroyed then. I must say you're here sooner than expected. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you're under arrest, Chancellor. Are you threatening me, Master Jedi? The Senate Senate will decide your fate. Fate. I am the the Senate. Senate. Not yet. The way he went from his voice to his own voice, then he goes, I it's am the Senate. Yeah, because we knew right there he was, I am the Senate. Come at me, Windu. Yep. I think the most important scene that you should find is the one where he's lying to Anakin. That's the turning point of the movie. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Which part? Where they're sitting in the th- in the opera theater and Palpatine's telling Anakin about the lies about Darth Plagueis, how he can heal Padme, save her from death. to the rescue. He's a bitch. You <laughs> are under arrest, my lord. Anakin, I told you it would come to this. 
The Jedi are right. taking over. The Jedi are taking over. The <laughs> of the Sith will never return. No. You have no. 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 You will die. Traitor! Oh, I have the, the power, power to save the one you love! There, that feels like sinking in more to his head right there. Yep. Don't listen to him, Anakin! Don't let him kill me! Don't let him kill me! I can't hold it any longer. I, bullshit! That's you can't hold it! That's bullshit! Yeah, he's like, I'm too weak. Help me, help me. I, I, I can do it. I can't hold it anymore. Fuck you. You can't hold it. Really? That's a lie. In this once and for all. You can't. You can't. He must stand trial. He has control of the Senate and the courts. He's too dangerous. Pretty much, he controls everything. I'm too weak. I'm too I'm weak. Too Bullshit, too you're now weak, bro. It's not the Jedi way. He must, he must, he must live. live. I need him. Please don't. I need him. Please don't. No. Well guys, that is it from uh, Palatine, but I'm gonna play one of my favorite scenes from uh, Palatine uh, Robot Chicken, and that is some funny, funny shit right here. I mean, it's Robot Chicken, the best. This is the one I'm thinking of? Yeah, that one. This one right yes, here? that's the one. Yeah. Yes, all right, so guys, this is one of my best scenes when the Emperor, it's called the Emperor's Phone Call. You guys can check this out on YouTube, and it's one of the funniest, funniest. So before you, before you start it, I just wanna just enter real quick. Go ahead. So the Senate threw it at him, you know? <laughs> the whole Senate, true story. Oh my god, that is so funny. It made me come out of my nose. <laughs> Go for Papa Palpatine. So I threw the Senate at him. <laughs> the, whole, the whole Senate. The whole story. Senate. Oh my god, that is so funny. It made me come, come out, out of my nose. <laughs> Go for Papa Palpatine. You have a collect call from. Uh, I, I got it. I got it. Okay. Vader, how's my favorite Sith? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Just slow down. Huh? Huh? What do you mean they blew it, up it, the Death Star? It's, it's, it's Seth MacFarlane. Oh! Who's they? Who's they? <laughs> what the hell is an aluminum falcon? That was an aluminum falcon. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so who's left? Are you me? Where, well, where are you? you? Wait a sec, you've been wait, wait around for two weeks trying to get a signal? Oh, you must smell like feet wrapped in leathery burnt bacon. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I thought my Dark Lord of the Sith could protect a small thermal exhaust port that's only two meters wide. That thing wasn't even fully paid off yet. That's funny. Do you have, do you have any idea what this is going to do to my credit? Oh, hang on, I gotta... Hang on. What? I'm very busy right now. Oh, oh, well. Oh, oh, well. Well, where are they going? Where are they going? <laughs> oh, all right. Um, 
Just get me a turkey club. <laughs> He's in his uh, lunch uh, order. Coleslaw, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to eat it. What, 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 what are you getting? What, what, what are you getting? <laughs> ah, see, I, I always order the wrong thing. No, 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 I'll just stick with that. No, no, no. no. Okay, it's all fine. Good. What? Oh, cherry coke. Oh, uh, cherry coke. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. Sorry about that. What? What? Oh, oh, just rebuild it? Oh, that uh, real, real just rebuild it. <laughs> and who's gonna give me a loan, Jackhole? You? Jackhole? You get an ATM on that torso light bright? Now get your seven foot two asthmatic ass back here, or I'm gonna tell everyone what a whiny bitch you were about Potamame or Panda Bear or whatever the hell it is. Panda Bear. <laughs> oh, Jesus crying. Oh, Jesus crying. <laughs> Hey, 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 come on, come on, don't do that. Just, just, uh, look, I, you know, I'm just dealing with a lot of crap right now. Death Star blown up by a bunch of fucking teenagers, you know, I didn't mean to snap. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll ju just get back here. Okay, okay, bye. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> What are you doing on your phone? So guys, that is one of my favorite scenes from, you know, from Palpatine on Robot Chicken. You guys can check that out on YouTube. Just go under Palpatine, Robot Chicken, and guys, Chris and I are laughing our asses off because of that scene. Wait, wait, I, 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 I love you too. <laughs> uh, I, I, my other part is that, my other part is that, now you can... Do you think I got an ATM and a torso light bright of yours? Now get your seven foot to a spatic ass back here, or I'm gonna tell what I want you bitch you wear about Panawami or Panda Bear, or whatever, Panda Bear. Hell, whatever the hell her name is. Seth he's like, I like he's like, oh Jesus Oh Jesus crying. <laughs> Guys, Seth MacFarlane does an awesome impression of Emperor Emperor Palpatine. I mean, he is one of the classic voice actors who we can both agree on, you know? Uh, Seth MacFarlane, if you're listening, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, dude. We're a huge fan of yours, so uh, ho hopefully you can hear this out there yes. on, in Radio Land. Yes. Uh, at Chick-fil-A, you can now order frosted sodas off of their secret menu. So Chick-fil-A had a secret menu. Yes, they do. Pretty much every restaurant has a secret menu. I know Starbucks has a secret menu for drinks. Yep. Uh, Game of Thrones aims for... The items available. Right. So, Game of Thrones is aiming for a Broadway show. Game of Thrones wants to go to Broadway. I don't know how. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, great. That's right. Let's put a show about men marrying, um, sexually molesting and marrying 12-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And incest and, uh... Rape. Rape and murder. Let's really. That's gonna be on Broadway. Are you fucking kidding? Yep, it's gonna be on Broadway. I don't know how because that fucking hell is wrong with those stupid ass. I don't know idiots. because you have an entire eight seasons. How you I know. Fit all of them I know. To one Broadway show. Uh, so the next couple comic books, the next DC comics, uh, Superman is going to be uh, renamed to Super Clark. I am not joking. His new his new name is not you. Superman anymore. His new name is Super Clark. I'm telling Why? you. I'm telling you right now. DC is really going on the wrong wrong direction. path. What yep. are they doing this to be politically correct? Yeah. Politically correct. Pretty much. Because it's super. Hey, dumbasses. There's a Superman. There's a Superwoman. There's a Supergirl, and by the way, the reason she's Supergirl is because she's a fucking teenager, not a grown woman. Yep. So she's a girl, not a woman. Who also have not lost her virginity just yet. So there you go. So. Uh, 
New characters and casting have been announced for Fantastic Beasts 3. Yes. And yes, John and yes, Johnny Depp is returning, so yeah, that's a huge plus. So his fans have really made a petition. A huge yep. stink about him returning to the jet to the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Done. And to Fantastic Beasts. Done. And the reason is is his wife, Amber Heard, there's also a petition out there to get her ass booted from the fucking um, Aquaman you, you know it's already gonna, it's already gonna happen. It's so. gonna happen. She, because there was never any proof that he did what she accused him of. Yep. And in fact, the courts found fault on both of them. It's a typical marriage. Right. You know? And on top of that, I feel like the newspaper did slander him, but they're protecting the newspaper and letting the newspaper win. Oh, because, well... Freedom of the press. That's true. And, and and they have that same sort of freedom of the press in England that we do. Or was it, wait, is it Paris? Is it France it's, or England? It's Paris. It was Paris. Paris, okay. And I mean, so, so, so they're not... Even I knew that. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> he, he brought up a slander suit against them. Yeah. And he lost. And that's what this whole crap is about. So now talking in the world of comics, which I don't think you do know, but I'm going to fill you in right Go now. ahead, sir. So... Snyder's version of um, Justice League. Justice League. It's not only four hours long. It's the most. I don't know how to put it into words because I started watching it for an hour and twenty minutes. Did you turn it off? I had to. Good. Thank you. That's that's all to hear. Wait, is this the one that has um, Cedric has... Diggory in it that died and came back to life as a vampire, a shitty vampire? No. no. Justice League. I know he's part of the Justice League. No, Jen. he's the Batman. That's who I'm talking about. Cedric Diggory died, came back in a shitty vampire. He came back as this a glittery Bat- shitty vampire, this and Batman, now he's Batman. This Batman, this Batman has been has ben been Affleck. Affleck. Oh God. Yes, okay. Ben Affleck. Uh, well, I- he's better than. Um, Robert, whatever the fuck his last name is. Paddington? Paddington, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, another douchebag. Tom Tom Brady from the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, This is is his New England Patriots uh, rookie card sold at auction for $2.25 million after 67 bids. The opening bid started at $75,000, and his rookie card has a rating of an 8.5. PSA? Yeah. Hey, I, th- I think that uh, the worth of that is way overinflated, which Tom Brady isn't used to. It should be a little more deep. A little more. Oh. oh. Uh, here are ways that uh, the Avengers are so much different in the in their comic books compared to the movies. So uh, they were completely ineffectual against Thanos when he had the Infinity Gauntlet in the comics. That's true. Uh, Hulk has really been in a long-term member of the team. That's true. Yes. Uh, Scarlet Witch lost control many times and is responsible for the deaths of several of her team members, including Ant-Man and Hawkeye. Yes, that's part one of the comic books that I actually did read. Really? Mm-hmm. This is like back in the comic book. So uh, when Scarlet Witch had her first appearance, that's when she was her very first appearance comic book. They had a, a script in the uh, in the book where she has to kill off Ant Man and Hawkeye. 
That's so. before she was even anywhere good. She was yeah. like a bad person. Yep. So in so in effect, technically, Hawkeye and Ant Man should not have existed in the last Avengers movie. Or to get the last Infinity Stone. Well, they had to because they were part in the comic book they were in the last end war. Plus you gotta remember that's they, what I'm saying. End game, she, sorry. If she, but if she killed them, um, in the comic book, yes. In the comic books. But you got to remember that they did time travel, too. They did. Which is they one did. of the things that I, I would have hoped they would never touch, but they did. So that's why they were managed to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team has a history of internal betrayals. That's true. Yes. Uh, vil- villains have joined the team before. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. There's a couple of villains that have joined the Avengers. Yes. Uh, they aren't the only superhero, uh, superhero team on Earth. That's also true. Yes. Uh, Iron Man's role on the team is very different from the movies, and, cl- and also in the yeah, comic books. Captain America is kind of like the number one well, in the comic books. It says here Iron Man was pretty much the top hero until his death. He was one. He was the one who usually saved the uh, the day, and he was the smartest in the entire room. So, yep. Pretty much Playboy, Tony Stark. That's pretty much how Bruce Wayne was with the whole DC universe. Yeah. Uh, they fought. They fought both threats from space and on Earth. Yep. Uh, they have way. They have way more villains than moviegoers can imagine. That's also yeah. true. Yes. They can't handle everything on their own. Yes, <laughs> they cannot. Uh, Back to the Future DeLorean Time Machine replica is up for sale. This isn't one of the original movie cars, but it does sport a screen-used flux capacitor. So their sport, their flux capacitor in the movie is whole, the whole reason why this car is up for Didn't sale. Didn't they auction off a one of the cars used in the movie mm-hmm. for a charity? Yep. For Michael, yeah. For Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah for Michael did, J. Fox. Uh, yes. If you watch, if you have Discovery Plus, you can watch. Watch Josh, Josh, Josh Gates with, uh, with uh, Christopher Lloyd yeah. searching for DeLoreans. Yeah. I don't actually want to watch it. Uh, so this vehicle is a 2.8 liter, uh, has a 2.8 liter v- engine. Uh, it's a V6 and it's a three-speed automatic. Uh, the car is sold for $541,000. That's good. That's a good price for that car. Yeah. I gotta say. But the one in the movie was stick shift, though. That's true. All right, Chris. So I got a list of the top. Star Wars games that every fan needs to play. Alright. Uh, Star Wars Trilogy Arcade. Okay, yeah, I've played that one. Uh, Star Wars Arcade Release, 1983. The old school one. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Dark Forces. Yeah, I've heard of that Racer Arcade. Yes. Where you're going to be a pod racer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Republic Commando. I don't think I've heard of that one. That was actually, it was a, it was a PC game. It was a, it was a computer game. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which I am playing that game as we speak. Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squadron 2, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, so you play with on the Oculus. Uh, Tie Fighter, and 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 from the Xbox, Knights of the Old Republic. I love Knights of the Old. That's Republic. a good game. Uh, Friends Reunion will be will will begin filming this week. And it will be aired on HBO Max. Cool. Alright guys, so I used to work for this company called Steak and Shake. And I got some news about this company. Yes, I'm calling them out because why not? 
Uh, Steak and Shake Lender says the company still owes millions. The, admis- uh, the administrative agent for the burger chain's debt says it is owed roughly $8.5 million in unpaid fees and interest. Steak and Shake has dismissed its lawsuit against its lender. Steak and Shake, Steak and Shake Loans is the issue in this case with the company's declaration that is debt-free. The Wilmington Trust, Nash- the Trust National Association has sued the Altamont Springs-based fast food chain over $8.5 million in unpaid fees and interest dating back, dating back to 2018. Funds says Steak and, Sh- Steak and Shake refuses to pay. The unpaid fees relate to $220 million in loans that Steak and Shake's parent company, Big Lari Holdings, supposedly paid off in February, helping the chain avoid bankruptcy Filing, filing that at one point seemed to happen. Second Shake borrowed $220 million back in 2014. So in other words, is Second Shake a good company to work for? And the answer is, a hell no! So there you go. Hmm. I gotta call him out. I had to call him out on that. Because you're being... Well, now the one that you work at, the management... Or worked at, excuse me. The management... Mm-hmm. Shady as shit. Thank you. But not, but not all of them are like that. Not all of them are like that. No, I'm talking about the franchise owner. That's the guy who let go of me. So he was shady as fuck. But he doesn't own every franchise in Orlando. No, so. he only owns that one. So, and he now owns in debt. Wow, $220 million. That's. <laughs> wow. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh. A rare edition of a comic in which Superman made his very first appearance has sold at au- sold at auction for $3.25 million. It's the issue is just value. It's, it's not, just value. It's, once again, yep. not the Shroud of Torin. Nope. No, but, but here's what I mean. It's a good book. It says the issue of Action Comics number one back, back then only sold for 10 cents in 1938. And as and as of right now, it's the world's most valuable comic. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's not like it's a vial of uh, real fountain of youth water. It's right. a fucking comic book. Uh, the, the comic includes the story of Superman's origins and is considered to be the start of the, super, the superhero genre. Only 100 copies of this comic still exist. I believe it. <laughs> Only 100 copies. Not bad. Uh, here's the real reason why Taco Bell is so fucking cheap. Disgusting. It's cheap. Like, it's Disgusting. dirt cheap. Okay. So, Taco Bell, Taco Bell's menu is unrevealed. True. Taco Bell buys in bulk to save major money. That's true. Uh, Taco Bell, Taco Bell seasoned beef is only 88% real beef. Okay. Uh, Taco Bell, Taco Bell's food has a lot of filler ingredients you wouldn't necessarily accept I'm sorry expect not every Taco Bell menu uh, item has meat making it way less expensive than other fast food joints which is also true Taco Bell doesn't Taco Bell doesn't pay its workers that much true yeah they don't Taco Bell Taco Bell food is deliberately made for people who don't plan on spending a ton of a ton for a meal that's true Taco Bell Taco Bell's basic food foods may be cheaper, but the add-ons 
piled up. So you will get, uh, if you spend over more than 30 bucks, it's all because of the add-ons you put on your tacos. Or on your quesadillas or yeah, on anything. That you on add, add, anything everything yeah. that you add on is 60 cents. Uh, like any, like, if you add lettuce, tomato, or cheese, or any of that, it's 60 cents per taco. Or per um, thing that you're adding it on. Um, if you add meat, it's way more. Like extra meat, it's way more. That's very true. They charge for every add-on. Alright, so I got this list right here before we, uh, we're not ending the podcast just yet, guys. But I got more, more news to cover before we take off. Uh, but right here, it says here, uh, Jack Hanna's family, he's a, a great, uh, animal guy, you know, he's, yeah, what like, zoo is it that he works with? Cincinnati. Yes. C- Cincinnati Zoo. And I actually met him, Jen and I actually met him at SeaWorld when I was working at SeaWorld back then. We actually had a chance to meet Jack Hanna. We had four autographs from him, so it was pretty cool. Uh, Jack Hanna's family has just announced that he has Alzheimer's disease. Oh, that's really sad, because yeah. he's done... A lot and also, of animals in his And lifetime. also dementia. He is, like, he is a big... Yeah. He is a big... Um, influencer. Influencer in, like, the education of, um, dem- like, domestic... Not domestic, excuse me. Of, um... Exotic. Exotic animals. Sorry, exotic yes. animals. And, like, he really tries to teach people, you know, why you shouldn't have these as pets and things like that. Right. All right, Chris. Check this out. that but i have the list of james bond legendary actors who turned down the double seven role michael kane michael uh, gambon richard burton clint eastwood oh my god carrie carrie grant and and christian bale Oh, Christian yeah, Bell would have been good. Christian Bell would have been a great Yes. So, so these guys turned down the famous James Bond I, role. Yeah, but I can't see Michael Caine being. No, Michael Caine would make makes a great like uh, like story kind of like like he would be a great uh, uh, M or you know he's very charismatic to pull that character off and yeah. you have to have the right person to right. carry that person off what's so, the last James Bond James Judy Dench Judy no. oh. no, the no, movie no the, the actor that played James Bond I forgot Daniel Craig Daniel Craig such a good actor too a, yeah he has a new one coming out oh wait could you imagine if they could clean up his act just like his persona just a little bit and make him a little more suave or debonair I think he could potentially be a good James Bond. Who? Um, the oh my god, those stupid Fast and the Furious movies. The Vin Diesel? No, the no, Shea, no. The the oh Jason Statham? Yes. Statham? Oh, Statham would be a good James Bond. Good James I know who'd be a good James Bond. Who? Henry Cavill. True. He can be a true. James yeah. All right, then who? I, all right, here's my list. Johnny Depp. I can totally see him. I can totally see him as James Bond. No, absolutely not. I don't. Not. See, I don't see him as James. All right. What about the guy? From, all right. What about the guy from uh, Bridgerton? Ray J. John. Who? Ray J. John. From, I don't know who. From that Bridgerton. Is. 
Oh, you need to watch Bridgerton because no. Jen got me hooked on that show, and yeah. Uh, do you guys ever wonder why uh, there's yellow caps on uh, Coke bottles? You mean Pepsi bottles? No, Coke bottles. I actually Coca-Cola. Pepsi bottles are blue. Yeah, but I'm talking about Coke Coke products. It's the original formula. Yeah. It's the original formula in that bottle. Oh. So, you so, get, mean, so you're telling me there's cocaine in there? Yes, there is. There's there's tons of cocaine. There's tons of blow Wait. in that in that <laughs> Coke bottle. <laughs> what is, what is his name? Ray J. John. Ray J. What? John. John. That, that's his name. It's Ray John. Uh, I can't think of how to say his last What's name. The Ray J. Or Ray Gay. Ray Gay. Okay, I thought you said. Ray but it's but it's French, so it's Ray J. It's Ray J. John. It's a French actor. No, I I know who he is. Yeah, that guy. I'm just. I think more Henry Cavill can be a good James Bond. True. All right, Chris. Uh, I believe. Do you have some uh, Star Wars facts you want to jump in before we uh, before we take off uh, today? Um, just a small little quick facts. That's all. What do you got for us, man? So back in 1980, when Empire Strikes Back was being filmed. The movie and the the snow scenes that you normally saw in Hoth, mm-hmm. everybody thought that that was filmed in Antarctica. Where was it? Where was it filmed? It was filmed in Greenland. Greenland. Well, no wonder it snows a lot over there. It's filmed in Greenland, and then the last scene where you see Luke being dragged by Han, being put into the dead Tauntaun into the stomach. Uh huh. That was filmed outside of their hotel in Greenland. Really? Not, okay, absolutely not. Now that I see who that is, no. What? No. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, so those scenes were filmed out there in Greenland. Empire Strikes Back was never filmed in Antarctica. Just throwing it out there because everybody thought it was filmed out there. Greenland. Yeah. Not bad. Yep. Not bad. Alright guys, so we got an announcement. We'll be there. We'll be at uh, Universal Studios on April 15th, which is next week. So hopefully a you guys... A week from today. A week from today. So hopefully you guys will be able to uh, come out to Universal. Say hi to us. We, we'll be more than happy to take a picture with you guys. So uh, if you guys want to hang out... Distance, yes, 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 yes. So yeah. Yeah, what, what's, a, what's up, Jen? Here's a little tidbit because we're going into the rainy season. If you are at Epcot and it looks like it's going to rain... Make your way over to, um, oh my god, I can't believe that. The land? The, uh, no, not the land. The um, the area where you can see the Hollywood, the Tower of Terror. So it matches. Oh, Morocco. Okay, Morocco. Morocco. Um, head your way over to Morocco. And if you're standing in the main, like, like the ring that walks around, if you're standing there, you'll notice just over to the left, there's some benches. Um around the the building Mm -hmm. and you'll notice uh two doors that are never opened they're they never stay open go over there go inside and you have an air-conditioned place to wait the uh the the, uh the rain out plus there's a nice little uh museum that's kind of dedicated to um uh help move like there's one side that's for women and there's another side that's about like the history of cool. the area and it's really cool to look at there's some there used to be a little driving game but because of covid right that's off limits maybe that'll change soon but it is a fantastic little hidden gem of where to hide 
in the rain and still be in the air conditioning. That is so cool. Well, guys, with that being said, that's it for our show. Uh, Chris, where, where, can everybody, where can everybody find you, man? What's your social media? Facebook. There you go. Facebook. It's, it's Instagram. Instagram, all right. Instagram is uh, Boba Fett1981, and Facebook is Christian P. Cardoza. I thought you did Snapchat, not Instagram. No, I don't do Snapchat. Snapchat is garbage right now, so yeah. Uh, but well, anyway. I don't know. I don't Instagram. I don't, <laughs> I don't You're lucky I do Facebook. Right. Well, guys, uh, if you guys want to check out Remy's Roundtable, uh, Chris and I will be posting more on YouTube, Instagram, our Facebook page. And yes, guys, we saw that competition going on right now which is our trivia question. At what age did Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader? If you guys know the answer, please send us an email, send us a text, uh, shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, we'll pick a random winner, hopefully soon. We just need uh, more entries to figure out who is gonna get this lovely $15 gift card to Pom Poms. So on behalf of myself, my name is Remy, and with me is my dangerous co-host, Chris. Thanks everybody for listening, and please. Keep six feet distance and wear your damn mask. We're not out of the woods yet. And his beautiful wife, Jen. Y'all have a good day. And like my husband said, please wear your mask. And please go get your shot. Like, like what Jen said, guys, I'm actually on my way right now to go get my shot. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable. We'll see everybody next week. Until then, take care, guys. Huh?